This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your usually Wednesday video cast live on Twitch, but today Thursday because everybody was coming home from Christmas. Yeah. We literally just picked up Frankie from the airport. So mm-hmm. uh, we decided to stream on Thursday instead of Wednesday. Thank you for joining us. But those of you who are watching on YouTube, it's Friday, as Rebecca Black says, and you don't care because it's at the same time, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. The show brought to you by Frontline Gaming, as always. Or you can get tabletop gaming goodies at a discount all the days of the week. Mm-hmm. And with me is the one, the only, missing his mustache. You need to grow the mustache back. You know, it, it comes and goes. <laughs> yeah, hair does it that. Goes. It Most, grows really quick. That's the, the good thing. You, you got to grow the mustache back. It look good on you. Uh, I think I'm going to grow a beard back. Eh, I change that every week. Eh, every week, something new. All right, you got to go back to the stash. Switch it up. Next is who's going to be mutton chops. Ooh, I think you should go. do the sideburns to the mustache. I, you know what, I could. Yeah, but only shave your chin. Yeah, like uh, um, Lemmy. I'd be look uh, in House Orlock. <laughs> you wouldn't need. Yeah, maybe you when that need. release comes out, I'll do that. Ooh. You wouldn't need. And also, as uh, always, the fabulous Francis. <laughs> All you yeah. ladies out there. Too soon. That's right. Oh, <laughs> and then, of course, uh, Reese, Reese is here with you, as always. And, uh, yeah, guys, we had a great Christmas. Thank you so much uh, for wishing us a Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays, whatever flavor of the holiday that you celebrate with your family. Hope you all did, too. And we have a great show for you today, so let's jump right in. That's Mouse me. ball. That's Go. for me. Boom. Get hacker. Your, get your hacker ball going. My cue. All right. You are just not on point. Uh, it's it's, it's Jeez, Christmas, man. Please. No, it's not. It's not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> so Las Vegas Open 2018 is about a month away, right around the corner. It's actually 29 days away, <gasps> uh, which is nuts. So uh, the deadline to get a refund for a ticket, if you couldn't make it for whatever reason, was yesterday. Uh, if you emailed us by yesterday, uh, even if we didn't have a chance to respond right away because somebody was traveling, uh, you will get a refund processed. But anything from... Uh, 12.01 a.m. today on, uh, we will not be issuing refunds just to let you know in advance, uh, but you can transfer your ticket. You can sell it to somebody else. So um, you know, just let us know if you do do that. Let us know who your ticket is going to be transferred to so we can update registration um, just to let everybody know. Uh, so yeah, pretty exciting. 30 days to go. Um, we did, of course, have a couple last-minute uh, refunds. So we have one 40K-friendly ticket left. And then we have, I think, two or three 40K championships tickets left. So um, you'll probably have until like Monday or Tuesday to grab one of those if you do want to do to go. Please do it. And also, if you're in town, uh, Saturday, the 30th of December, which is in two days, or if you're watching on YouTube, it's tomorrow. Uh, that is this coming Saturday. We will be doing a terrain build day here at Frontline Gaming. These are a lot right. of fun. Swing by anytime after 10 a.m. We'll be here all day building terrain, hanging out, talking nerd. Um, we'll have pizza and uh, beverages available for anybody that wants to come and help out for free. Frontline Gaming pays for it. Ooh. And basically, we just we hang out, build terrain, and uh, help 
uh, get the LVO ready to go. And they're a lot of fun, actually. I mean, it's work, but it is a, it's an enjoyable uh, kind of community event. And we hope to see some people there a lot. So otherwise, we have to do all the work. <laughs> so yeah, they, these are a good time. You know, we put on some music. People usually, you know, play some games and stuff like that. So yeah. uh, we hope Lots to see of, you there. A lot of ball busting. There's uh-huh. a lot of busting of the balls. Yeah. Uh, not literally, it's the figurative kind. Mm-hmm. Mostly we like to make fun of Jersey Larry. Yeah. He's an icon now. No, he we don't. From the community. We make fun of everybody. Not I think he has an Instagram sure. page now, right? I think the, the young guys made him a page. Called Jersey Larry. It's called Jersey Larry. Yeah. <laughs> the youngsters did. They did, yeah. So check it out if you can. Uh, the young bloods are funny, man. The yeah. posters they put up in the and they're part of the paint studio. Yeah. Interesting. We have, a couple, we have a couple of young guys that work here and they do stuff, you know, for us. And um, they're, they're like the weebost people. They're pretty weebish. Of, of that, like, I've never met people like this before. So it's pretty amazing. They do. To they, have them here with us. One of my favorite things ever is they're super into Gundams and they do photo shoots with their Gundams. That's true. Like, they'll like. But male and female ones. Yeah. And so they go up and they'll do like romantic photos. They'll be holding it's, hands it's really, and stuff. It's, it's pretty out there. They go to the beach. Like, I think they even drove up to, like, Julian to do one. Yeah. They're, they're very dedicated. We should have them on here someday. We should. They're really good. <laughs> they're great guys. Yeah. It's just really funny. Yeah. Um, so now there's, like, Gundam and, like, random anime posters all over the place I've never heard of. Like, furry anime yeah. posters. Yeah. I think that one's, like, ironic, but maybe not. Might be serious. You know, I, don't I, think, so. never I think it's a thing. Yeah. I don't judge. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Totally judge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're make it, it's a little out of our element, but... Uh, I know. Like, because... Yeah. I remember, like, when we were kids, like, to watch anime, I either had to watch Dragon Ball Z on the on Telemundo mm-hmm. in Spanish or, like, stay up until, like, 3 in the morning and then you could see something on, like, the sci-fi channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that was when it was just, like, I remember the first time I saw Vampire Hunter D, I was, like, my mind was blown. Like, I was, like, what was, that was the coolest thing I ever saw. Because before that, it was, like, Thundercats, like, Voltron. Mm-hmm. I used to watch Ultraman when I was a little kid. Yeah. And, like, compared to Vampire Hunter D, that is, like... <laughs> It's like going from like the uh, Power Rangers to like, you know, Wolverine, like the yeah. last one, like a like, huge shift. So uh, yeah, now the kids are spoiled. You have like Crunchyroll and stuff. You mean, you mean the Wolverine, right? Where he goes to Japan? No, I'm and talking about the last the one. Logan. Oh. I'm sorry, Logan. The one that was good. I think the Wolverine is much better. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, he loses his power. He fights and like, against the big robot. Japanese princess. Samurai. He fights the silver samurai. The CGI yeah. robot yeah. That, that's... Spoiler alert, the old guy that he saved. Oh, I know, some people damn, are waiting to watch that movie. Damn, but damn. yeah, that took, I almost started crying when I saw that. That's because you're a dork. Yeah. Logan was, was much better. And it fit my metaphor much more aptly <laughs> than the Wolverine. No. Well, we're, we're on different pages. How about when he gets the girl? That was the most ridiculous yeah. scene from that movie. Well, of course. He's like, she like hates him, and then she he rescues her, oh, and yeah. then they sleep together. Oh, yeah. That was it. That's often the way yeah. that it works, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's exactly often, how it works. That's, that's never happened to you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I save girls all the time, and then it's open for business. <laughs> so at any rate. get called. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you get, yeah. You get you have to go court soon, stuff. Can't go near Chuck E. Cheese's Ugh, any longer. Dang it. <laughs> no. <laughs> all yeah, of that, pizza. All of that was a joke, of course. Oh, no. So at, at any rate, uh, <laughs> what the hell were we talking about? Train know. build day. Come on by and join us for these ridiculous stories. And you yeah. can look you at the Weeb posters up in the painting offices. We will show you the Weeb, the weeb <laughs> posters. Yeah. Uh, and in other LVO news, uh, we've got some Games Workshop hobby seminars available at the LVO, which will be taught by Chris Peach or Peachy, 
as they call him. Do they call him Peachy? They call him Peachy. Oh, I thought you just made that up. No, I swear to God. They call it, like when they saw him with Duncan, it's Peachy and, Peachy and Duncan. Peachy and Duncan. Do yeah. you think they call him Peaches? I hope not. Mm. Old they Peaches should. Chris is what they call him. They should. I hope not. Probably. My, uh, my girlfriend's mom in high school was named Peaches. And her oh, twin sister yeah. was named Pepper. No. I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. Yep. Her dad's Peaches name no. So one of the, uh, uh, at any rate, Chris Peach actually, as I understand it, taught Duncan. Uh, mm-hmm. He's one of the best army painters at Games Workshop. He's a tremendously talented right. uh, artist. And he's on Warhammer TV all the time now doing painting classes and such. And seminars, so you can come hang out with him, learn how to paint. And one of the cool things is everything is provided by Games Workshop. So the miniatures, the brushes, the paint, all that good stuff. Uh, so check it out if it's something that uh, sounds like it might interest you. He'll be teaching classes all day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or uh, th- Friday, Saturday, Sunday, excuse me. So nice. definitely uh, give that a look, and you can hang out with Peachy. With old, old Chris old Peaches. Old Peaches. As they call him. No, he's, he's a cool. Old Peaches he's Chris. A, he's a really cool dude. Old Peaches yeah. Chris. I think that's that's probably accurate. It'd be really funny if he was like a Simon Cowell type character. Ooh, and like people, Super mean. Yeah, like people came in and like, look at my, my miniature I painted. And he's like, oh, it's garbage. <laughs> Get that out terrible. of terrible. And just kicks it. Yeah. And throws it in the trash. We call that obby. Yuck. Yeah, or the, 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 the cook guy. Mm-hmm. He's like, the this is Oh, awful. Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. If you guys want to watch something funny, go on YouTube and look up uh, the Gordon Ramsay dubs of uh, Star Wars. Darth Vader. <laughs> so any Darth Vader scenes with Gordon Ramsay dub insults. So amazing. good. Yeah. His insults they also have an Arnold Schwarzenegger really one too. His insults are excellent. Yeah. Super good. He's very, uh, he's so, very creative. With them. want to yeah. waste time at work. It reminds me of the the drill sergeant from um, Apocalypse Now, not Apocalypse Now, uh, Full, Metal Full Metal Jacket, where you're like, wow, that was so cutting, but so witty at the same time. You're like, <laughs> yeah. Like, well you know that you know he was an actual drill sergeant that yes. they brought on as a consultant. Uh-huh. Not then, Gordon Ramsay, the guy from. Yeah, Lee Hermy. Yes. He also had his own show for a long time. Yeah, it was yeah. about blowing stuff up. Yes, it's still on. I think the History Channel. Is, Is it? it? Yeah. Uh, it, it's just fun. like a mill. He'll go and like look at old tanks and stuff. Yeah. No, you would like shoot rockets and all kinds of awesome stuff. Well, yeah, they would have him do stuff, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he would be in the same character yeah. as. I think that's just himself. I don't think that's yeah, a character. I don't think that's a character. It's a little that's bit. Just him. I don't know. Although in American Beauty, he definitely expanded his range and showed he was capable of a lot of stuff. Wasn't he the the coach? No, he was the next door neighbor who was. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he yeah. was gnarly. Won't ruin it unless you guys are saving that on TiVo to yeah. watch American <laughs> that's, Beauty. That's a good one. So at any rate, um, if you do want to. Uh, Come by, check those uh, seminars out, please do. We also have an amazing, amazing, um, inspired by Coleman Striker, uh, Elvis War Machine uh, trophy that has been created by uh, Luke Sheridan and Tyson Coach. Uh, th- this thing is unreal. You got to check out the pictures. So sick. Yeah, pop on over uh, to Frontline Gaming, check it out. It, it's absolutely astounding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is all custom, uh, 3D printed, and then painted by Tyson Coach, finished and painted by Tyson, who's a is extraordinarily talented mm-hmm. artist. He's also the LVO uh, War Machine head judge. This is a, uh, it's gorgeous and it's gigantic too. It's huge. And now we have to step up our 40K trophy. Yeah. I was saying that. I was like, Berserker Elvis is going to look. Dang. Like Berserker Elvis, this, this looks like the think- most, the newest video game and Berserker yes. Elvis looks like Super Mario Brothers. Well, yeah. boop, boop, different boop, time. Boop, when boop, was boop, that boop. one? That was 3D printed, right? No, it was 3D printed. And that was, it was like years a long ago. time ago. Yeah. Years ago. Yeah. So we may have to up our game because this is so much better. <laughs> can we, can we do a Karn the Betrayer Elvis? Uh, we could do a no. Corn 
the friend maker. Can we do a keeper of secrets, Elvis? No, we couldn't do no. that. No. What we could do a secret secret keeper. Mm -hmm. that <laughs> I'm not even gonna. That's low hanging fruit. Uh, <laughs> so check this out, and of course, uh, if you want to come and compete in the War Machine events at the Las Vegas Open, we look like we're gonna have a really good turnout again this year, triple digits. Uh, you can have your chance to win your uh, put your name on the trophy and uh, put your write yourself in. Yeah, you get to you get to write Boom. it in Sharpie on that. Just write in there on Sharpie. Out. That's right. In Sharpie, yes. Mm -hmm. No, that's not the way we do it. <laughs> but uh, terrible suggestion. You should feel terrible about yourself. Wouldn't that be amazing? You're like, here's this amazing, Some guy just awesome. Somebody's up. like, no, write your name on it. And he's like, okay. And he like, writes it like this, right? He, he does it like this. He holds like his spoon. I would um, be like uh, Jumanji. It'd be amazing. I'd be like, Perry, 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 uppercut. That movie is hilarious, by the way. Yeah. No, I haven't seen it, amazing. but Reese can't stop talking about it. And Frankie was like excited for like months yeah. leading up to so good. So I, didn't, I didn't want, I had like no desire to see it, right? But we like, the whole family went and we were like dying laughing. It's so funny. Kevin Hart and Jack Black, so good. And The Rock is great too. Yeah. It was hilarious. I'll have to check it out. It's, I was surprised at how funny it was. It was a really, really good movie. But uh, we also have some hobby seminars lined up for the Las Vegas Open with some interesting and informative guests. Ranging from the mini wargaming crew, mm -hmm. Carl Tuttle of the Independent Characters podcast, Adam Smasher from Tabletop Minions, uh, and they're going to be talking about uh, all the things they've learned and done mm -hmm. in uh, uh, podcasting, YouTubing. Adam Smasher is going to be talking about like some hardcore, this is how to do it, both the technical aspect, the artistic aspect, branding, getting yourself out there if you want to become a YouTuber. Uh, really, really, these are people who are extremely successful at it, so you definitely want to come and check these seminars out. They'll be uh, running from Thursday night until uh, Saturday night. Mm -hmm. And we have a really exciting uh, GW seminar with uh, Pete and Andy from the Warhammer community team. And they will be talking about what is to come in the next year for Age of Sigmar um, 40K and GW uh, box games. Mm -hmm. So uh, the one they did at Nova, they, they revealed the next five codexes. Like, and they showed off new miniatures. It's really exciting stuff. Mm -hmm. So if you want to check that one out, uh, it is uh, 8 p.m. if I remember correctly. Thursday night. Yeah. Yep. So come and check that out. That's going to be really, really cool. Uh, it's going to be completely packed. So make sure to get there early if possible. Grab a seat. It's going to be fun. Yeah. But exciting news. GW has been showing off new demons, both for uh, Age of Sigmar and for 40K. This is really exciting. We're getting uh, the new uh, demon codex. They already started previewing it on the Warhammer community page. That usually means it's coming up for pre-order. Um, the next week. We'll see, of course, if that is the case. But uh, that's been the pattern. And they're showing off the new Maggotkin Battle Tome for Age of Sigmar, which is really exciting because we haven't got any new Age of Sigmar material in a while. The last Battle Tome was uh, the, the Zeech, right? Or was it the Overlords? No. Uh, I think it's it been was, so long, we don't even know. I think it was the Carriage and Overlords was the last We haven't year. really had any ages other than like a, a Stormcast hero here and there. We haven't really had yeah. any releases since, God, when? Last year before it's Summer. Been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. So let's let's talk about what GW has revealed for the new. What are you doing? For the new <laughs> Chaos yeah, Demons. Gremlins are. Yeah, we have a little, with the we a little uh, snotling jump in there and mess with the show notes. Uh, but she's been banished back to her corner. Back to the warp. So let's uh, let's talk about it, guys. Uh, which which of the loci did you think was the most uh, interesting? 
Uh, I mean, they all have their own uh, little bit of flavor. Uh, I think the Zinch one is really cool. Um, it's unique for Zinch. Kind of interesting. It takes place in the fight phase. Uh, you roll two dice, you pick uh, the highest, and then when your opponent attacks you um, after rerolls, but before modifiers, those don't count as hits. So whatever the dice is that you picked when you uh, rolled the two dice. Um, it's pretty powerful, but it's interesting that it takes place in the fight phase mm -hmm. when Zinch isn't known for like close combat. Well, it's good. I think it's supposed to give them some additional defense because they they suck in the fight phase, right? Yeah. Like, and this this is actually a really powerful locus because like you roll two d six, take the lowest because otherwise the highest. Um, no, you, oh, you discard the highest. The highest. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because otherwise, you know. That would be a bit. I would. I think if it was the highest because some people are hitting on fives and like, whoa, yeah. I got a five. They're like, oh, like well, a lot of people have exploding six mechanics <laughs> and stuff. Right. So, but this is really powerful. Let's say you rolled a three and a four. Uh, any threes to hit get count as a miss. That's crazy, mm -hmm. right? Like it's not as good as a flat minus one to hit, but it's almost. It's very close to the same thing. That's really, really strong. Uh, it increases your defense significantly. So I think that that's going to help a lot um, if you're trying to play a Zinch army. That's going to really help to make your screening units more durable. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's really powerful. It's just a unique one for Zinch, and I, I like it. I think it's really good. What about you, Jason? Which one was your favorite? You know, I got to go with my gal, Slanesh. Yeah, well, is it a gal? Yeah, could be. It's whatever you want it it's to be. It's a shim. It's a girl or a... Or a it's ambiguous. Depends yeah, on sure. what day of the week it but is. She's like... David Bowie definitely worships Slanesh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> definitely. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Anyways, I like uh, I just like the ability to charge after advancing. Oh, that's it, great. It's not, I mean, especially they're already fast. You know, Slanesh I feel has not get, gotten as much love as the rest of the the uh, the other demons. Um, and this is a really powerful one. I think it's the most powerful, to be honest, with some of their units. Um, and it's really going to be a, a bonus for those players who are sticking with Slanesh, even though, like I said, they haven't really gotten too much love. Yeah, well, it's, it's a really powerful one for demons because they don't have a lot of shooting. So, like, right. most armies are going to be advancing when they're not in range and such. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Slanesh, like, their, um, uh, what are they, the Seekers, the seekers actually have bonuses to their runs and charges. So yeah. they're that much faster. They're, like, getting in people's faces, right. like, on turn one. We don't see, so. we haven't seen yet what the individual units do. We haven't seen those profiles yet. Yeah. But this Slanesh might end up being the fastest assault army in the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, with this locust, so we don't know yet until we actually see. Well, they already move right extremely fast, and like Frankie said, like uh, seekers of Slanesh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, fiends, and such like that. Right, they already have a bonus to their advance. Right, and, uh, and especially in the game where tying up units is just as important as um, being able to annihilate them in close combat. So if somebody has their parking a lot of vehicles, and you can get on them turn one and stop them from shooting from several turns. I mean, you've won the game. Yeah. So. And, uh, one of the things that, that we use here a lot in our test games, and that I, I'm shocked more people aren't using them, is Fiends of Slanesh mm -hmm. are insanely right. And the footprints are well, huge on them, too. Fiend, no, Fiends are, are relatively small, but if you can't leave combat with them. Right. Well, they're on 40 mil bases, right? Yeah, but once again, you can't withdraw from combat. So oh, you, you just charge in with a Fiend. Right. That unit cannot leave. Right. That is crazy powerful mm -hmm. and i don't i have no idea why we don't see more of them yeah i don't know I, like, it's a fine cast model it's it's a, it's, that's not fine cast. i don't think the it's fine cast are, anymore maybe it is they are yeah. it's a hideous model it's a disgusting they're, they're, they're 90s models you know they're hard know to get they went to fine cast they might still be metal, metal. they might still be metal yeah. oh my god <laughs> but it's just like it's one of those things like i am shocked 
that more chaos players aren't using them. They're oh, yeah. mm-hmm. extraordinarily strong. Yeah, for oh, yeah. tying up units, like yeah. you said. Oh, yeah, go, you have a big screen unit. Boop. They're insanely powerful. Mm-hmm. Like, say somebody brought Centurions, you just charge them with a couple yeah. of fiends. Boop. And you're like, oh, look, you're not going anywhere. Or just like a screen unit. Like, someone yeah. puts like a big like circle of gaunts or like brimstones or whatever, mm-hmm. a big unit around their army, and you're like, boop, now yeah. none of you are moving. Yeah. Yep. Until you kill me. It's like you can completely screw over someone's whole game plan right. with a single little fiend of Slamesh. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know why more people aren't using them, but... Yeah. You hey. can get them from Frontline Gaming at a discount. <laughs> you can, indeed. Uh, as long as GW has them in stock. Yeah, right. I uh, haven't for a long time. So my, <laughs> uh, my favorite, I really like Korn's Locus of Rage. Um, and this is a reroll charge aura. Now, obviously, this is super strong for Korn because they want to get into melee, but really where it's crazy strong is, especially if you're coming out of reserves, and uh, you know if, if they still have... Uh, some plus one to their charge, uh, like they do now. That would be really, really useful because making an eight with a reroll is dramatically easier to do than a nine. Um, I think that that's going to be super, super strong. And then you have things like um, corn dogs and, and, and all kinds of other fast units that start on the table. Mm-hmm. But that's going to be a big help for making those you know charges that are right in the middle range, seven, eight, nine. Well, for any range really, but especially in that range, you get a lot of bang for your buck. So. I think that's going to be really, really useful for corn. And then, of course, Nurgle, they have a great uh, loci, too. It's uh, models on a six-plus wound. Uh, Nurgle models, they get uh, they do one additional damage. So it really ramps up the power of your plague barriers that have one attack mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah, it makes them a lot, uh, a lot scarier in close combat versus, like, Terminators or anything that has multiple wounds like Intercessors. Um, it, they become a threat, which is really good. Indeed. And then, of course, jumping over to the Maggotkin uh, uh, teasers that they put out for Age of Sigmar, the new Battle Tome. Um, there's probably quite a bit of like crossover between these, like some of the names of the powers are the same, Blades of Putrefaction, mm-hmm. etc. They talk about the Great Unclean One. They talk about uh, Rodagus, the named Great Unclean One, which if the pattern holds true, he's going to be in 40k also, uh, because all the other named Greater Demons are also in 40k. But uh, just to kind of go over some of the uh, abilities that they have uh, described, uh, the Great Unclean One has a plague. Fa- um, uh, <laughs> the Great Unclean One carries a plague flail and a bile blade in one hand, or uh, and a massive uh, bile sword, bile sword or doomsday bell in the other, and then he can spit vomit on people and all kinds of gross stuff. Uh, plus, of course, he's got his little nurgling buddies that yeah. hop around yeah. and bite your ankles and such. Really good, but uh, one of the funny uh, uh, relics that they showed off was the Eye of Nurgle. Uh, once per battle at the start of your hero phase, you can roll 2d6. If there are any enemy models within 12 inches of the bearer, if the result is exactly 7, the closest enemy model is slain. Mm. That's an Age of Sigmar rule, top to bottom. Like, yeah. So funny. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, you brought Archeon? Yeah, oh, he's yeah. dead. Well, he's dead. Yeah. And it's just like, Sorry, I, gotta, bro. I, do, I, yeah. I do not enjoy these kinds of rules mechanics. Right. I just, I just don't. It's funny. It's, it's, yeah. it's fun. But if you're playing in a tournament or you're playing in a game where you right. care about the outcome at all, that it's just. Well, um, what's his name? Still has that stupid power from when it. Um, um, Archon the Black. No, not Archon. Uh, Nagash. Where oh, it's like the, choose the what's dust. in my hand. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, take that off the board. It's like it's oh not, good. It's Glad I came fun. to this tournament. Yeah, it, like I know some people like it, and that's cool, right? Like, yeah. and maybe we take it too seriously, but like for me, in a competitive environment, it has no. It's, it's just not. It's so not that amount of luck and chance. Yeah, you're is like, oh, cool. I feel kind of that. That's like the theme of like 
Age of Sigmar, though. It's more like like hearted, like, oh, yeah. Oh, right. look, can you guess which hand is in? Oh, yeah. oh you didn't get it. Uh-huh. It's true. When you're with your, cool. your friends playing a game, you're at the game store playing a game, that's fine, and it's fun, and you're, you're trying your models out, and it's all good. But then when you go to a tournament where, like, literally that's going to win or lose you the game, possibly, and, like and you lose it. because of it, that's, yeah. that's truly not a good mechanic for a competitive environment. It's like D-weapons. When they first came out, it was like, I rolled a six, remove that whole unit. You're like, like oh, oh. Good. well, was, you did a good job. You rolled a six there, bud. You know, that was fun. You or won. Stomps. Yeah. And some people, some people enjoy it, but I, I would, I don't know, in my experience, the majority of people don't like this instant death type mechanic. Yeah. Now, for a great unclean one, it's probably, a, you, you can make the argument it's pretty easy to avoid him. Right. You know, or, you, or put chaff units in front of something that yeah. you don't want to die. Yes, there's ways around it, but when that does happen, it's really, you're like, here comes my hero on a griffin to take out your great unclean one. Roll to ah. seven, see ya. You're like, Good. cool, man. Good. See you later. Because he only moves five inches, which is really slow, but his his bell speeds um, Nurgle units up by three, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. So it, it, the Nurgle can actually get really fast, which I think is funny. Uh, 40K is the same way. Like, there's all these buffs that can really make you quick. But yeah, you kind of need to do it. Otherwise, it's, you know, you know, you never get up the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blades of Putrefication is a spell, a Nurgle spell. It's got a casting value of seven, not surprisingly. If successfully cast, pick a friendly unit within 14 inches of the caster that is visible until your next hero phase, hit rolls of six plus, inflict one mortal wound in addition to any other damage. That's extremely strong. Mm-hmm. Like, mega strong. Because if you have a unit that has multiple attacks, if you can boost their number of attacks, or even get a plus one to hit, which is really easy to do in Age of Sigmar, that unit will just obliterate whatever it hits. You know, you could be doing 20 plus mortal wounds from a single unit. Um, very, very strong spell. Casting value seven is pretty tough to get off, but yeah, and it's a, it's an interesting spell. It says just pick a friendly unit, so that's pretty cool. Um, it doesn't have like any like special keywords or anything. I would assume it's got to be another Nurgle unit, but maybe maybe it's not. Yeah, maybe it's not. That'd be interesting to see how that pans out. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, if it is, well, I mean, gosh, what if you did like? I don't think it is. I think you could probably put it on any friendly unit. Dude, if you did that to um, Plague Bunks. Holy crap! They have like three attacks each, mm-hmm. and they're cheap. I was thinking of that. Cool, that unit would kill anything. <laughs> when I was reading these rules today, I was thinking about a cool list that, or a fun themed list would be doing, uh, you know, Skaven Plague Skaven with uh, Nurgle Plague Demons or Nurgle Demons. It'd be like it would look really cool. You can use the Plague Vermin Lord guy, like all the. Oh, dude! It would I, look, it would it would look really good too. That's the most metal model in. The, oh, the Vermin Lord? Yes. Yeah. It is. You never see him. You never oh, see him. It's a bummer because it's like one of the most beautiful oh, models yeah. I've ever seen. Like, ever. One of the games anyway. is not that good. No, some of them are good. Uh, the Nurgle no, one, I think, is good. The, the Plague good. one is not, is, the, is not the least powerful. You think so? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He Because he doesn't have any rend on his attacks. He has a, he has mm. a ton of attacks. Right. Like, he's a blender. He'll go but into the infantry. he's more durable, isn't he? No. Mm. No. But the, the, my favorite is, it's the one that's holding the, the gem. The, um... He's like the neutral. Uh, he's not associated with the clan, if I remember correctly. He's really, really strong. Um, God, I can't remember which one he is. Uh, it's like I can't remember. Larry. No, he's the one. He has a staff, and he has like the little yeah. the the, um, the gem that he can throw. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know like who he, what his name is. I can't remember yeah. what what his name is because they all they all sound very similar to each other. But that one's really strong. Mm-hmm. I've been sitting on Ratface. a um, his, his rat face McSqueak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been sitting on a um, pretty good. a plague monk or a, a, a clan pestilence army that I haven't put together for like a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I will have to get around to doing that because they're really cool. They're easy to paint. So yeah. You just dip them really. But uh, that power, especially like on plague monks, who have a lot of attacks and they're cheap, 
they'll they'll kill Archeon, they'll kill whoever with that many mortal wounds. It's just like, bye. Yeah. Thanks for coming out, bro. Uh, streams of brackish filth. In your hero phase, roll a dice for each enemy unit that is within six inches of Rodigus. And again, he's the named uh, great and clean one. On a four plus, mm -hmm. the enemy unit suffers D3 mortal wounds. Enemy units that can fly suffer D3 mortal wounds on a six plus instead of a four. Uh, another ability, uh, Deluge of Nurgle. Mm -hmm. Deluge of Nurgle has a casting value of seven. A successfully cast roll seven dice. This one is crazy. For each roll that equals or beats the Deluge of Nurgle uh, value, which they don't show, mm -hmm. um, I would imagine it's probably like a, a degrading profile based on how much he's been wounded. Uh, pick an enemy unit that is visible to the caster. That unit suffers D3 mortal wounds. Uh, you must pick a different enemy unit each time, so you can't just stack them all on one person. But, dude, that's infinite range mortal wounds. Yep. That's insane. It's just like the Star Drake. Um, but right. this one, I think, is a little more powerful. It's, it sounds a yeah. lot more powerful. Depends on what the you need to roll on those seven dice. Like with more artillery units, I'd be like, oh, good. Mm -hmm. Yo, whoop-de-doo. He's like, well, I picked that, that, and that artillery unit. <laughs> yeah. We play against Corn Bloodbound. Like I picked that character, that one, that one, Ooh, that one, that one. The yeah. Blood Secretor, uh, the Blood Stoker. And, I love doing. I love uh, it when you play Star Trek against those, and you're like, "Well, you have two turns of using your heroes." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, good luck. Those, I, like, again, that's another ability where I'm just like, really, you just, you just kill my best guys, and there's nothing I can do about it. Right. That's fun. Hey, good, good times. Hey, coming from an artillery placing your yeah. narrative. I guess I do the exact same yeah. thing. You're like, yeah. I shoot you from where you can't even shoot me. You're dead. Yay. Yeah, but that's different. It's a rocket. Oh, is it's, it different? Oh, okay. And I'm like three people. They don't they have nothing okay. else going for them. But your whole army hits on twos, wounds on twos. Not always. Oh, you're right. Just most of the time. Hey, you, most have, of a the dwarf, time. you have a dwarf army that has rend four not on anymore. knives. Yes. Not anymore. So, <laughs> not their, anymore. On their little like switch, their yeah, like ah. prison shanks. Not no more. Not no more. They get one. They have rend one? Yes. Still pretty good. Jerks. Okay. So Anyways. that's uh, obviously an extremely powerful <laughs> ability. And of course, you can imagine Rodigus is going to be extremely hard to kill. So he's going to be shooting that out, you know, frequently. Casting value seven, again, difficult to get off. Yeah. You have like a 50-50 chance, so it's not going to happen every turn. But pretty good. Uh, and then there's also an ability of a new support character um, that he hands a, a basically a shooting weapon to nearby mm -hmm. uh, putrid blight kings yeah. and gives them a uh, shooting weapon. And it's... Pretty standard, 14-inch uh, range, one shot, uh, hit on a four, wound on a three, one damage, no rend. That's a pretty normal missile weapon. Yeah, yeah. But for Nurgle, they don't have, they have no other options except for the um, the uh, Plague Claw right. from the um, uh, Clan Pestilence. So this gives you something that you can shoot, which it's, is always useful. Something. Well, you yeah. can do it, you can do I mean, it when you're yeah. in combat, too. Right. So it's like, it's, it's pretty dang good. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's not too bad. The 14-inch range is really nice, too, the longer range. Um, but you're gonna I would have think that if it was Nurgle, it would be like so seven inches. You're going to be hitting with two or three. It's, it's, I mean, it's better than slapping the teeth, but it's, yeah. you know, it's, I don't know. It's, uh, you're going to have five Light Kings, you know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not you're bad. You're hitting on fours, yeah. The and then in the little fluff piece, they were like the character that hands out the Death Head attack. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's also good in melee himself. Yeah, he's a Blight. It's, it's nice that we're getting a, a new Blight King character, a new sculpt. It's very cool, right? Yeah. It's a new model. I just think that's a little... Uh, uh, you know, it's, it's like you said, it's better than a. Like, why do they have that, and they have one that's like remove that model and roll the seven? It's better than a yank on the nuts, you know. Is it? <laughs> Depends. <I guess. laughs> Some people pay a lot of money for that. <laughs> Depends, I guess. All right. Um, Hard to from Nurgle, yes, I would not want that to happen. Uh, so, just showing off some of the the amazing new models. If you want to scroll down, buddy. Um, 
the sloppy biopiper. <laughs> it's not. Is it sloppy or sloppery? It's sloppity. 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 I actually I read that and I thought it was a like they were making it was a joke like somebody was like making fun no, of the model. And I was like, oh no, this is the Warhammer community page. That's the actual name. Yeah. It sounds like <laughs> a really not appealing sexual maneuver. It sounds like a girl I knew in high school. That was her, that was her nickname, Sloppity Wildpiper. <laughs> yeah. It's just begging for those kinds of I know. Jokes. It's, uh, maybe it's different in England. They don't well, have a he's like, He has like a bagpipe, and he like he's very jolly. It's a great model. He's a jester. It was his little nurgling that's like frolicking with him. He's like dancing with him. Yeah, that's it. really cool. Yeah, I love that. The little nurglings stand out. Yeah. In every base, the other guy with the, what is his name? This guy is the Scrivener. Which is um, a weird... Looking model. He looks. I love the models, and he's he's got his like uh, he's got his little scroll, and then his little nurgling buddy is like eating the scroll. Yeah, he's like all serious, like ah. Uh. <laughs> the best is the is Mick Jagger. Yeah, nurgling who's um, doing the strut. On the 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 plague marine champion. That is yeah. the best. You buy the, the model just for that. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Uh, and then of course we have the different versions of the great uh, and clean one. That one is Rodigus, and it's big. Yeah, it's it real big. Like huge he has a mouth coming out of his wrist and his belly Ooh, awesome yeah they are also looks like a girl i knew <laughs> okay uh you hung out with the class you knew a lot of girls <laughs> oh boy no he's lying that's true yeah i didn't, I actually, I didn't hang out with any girls <laughs> uh, and then you've got the different versions of the great and clean one one with the um the bell the other with the sword and the flail and the the scale of these is crazy they're huge and of course, he's got his little nurgling buddies, one of whom's got his little sword. Yeah, that's a little badass one. I like He's it. like the leader. Oh, really good. And then lastly, uh, showing off the new Stormcast Eternal, Celestint. Uh, yeah, he's the, the hero for the faction. So like they're doing, if you if you notice, they're doing a, a hero for each uh, faction. So, you know, Stormcast gets the new they did the, uh, Night Celestint, one. the Night Hunt yeah. guy, the, the female uh, Dark Oath Warchief for Chaos. Yeah. And then uh, they just revealed last week that Destruction is getting the new Night Goblin Shaman. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah, it looks That'd really awesome. cool. They call it like the fungus thing. Or, I don't know, it's and this guy's a Celestant. He has different weapons uh, in the little fluff piece that they give. No helmet? Yeah, he's no helmet. They're doing that a lot now, I think, because I, I actually didn't like the fact that the... the uh, People were confused. at what, Like, were they robots? Were they robots? Or, or are they like, automatons? They? Yeah, yeah, I like that they're making him look human. Yeah. Um, I still don't like the background, though, where they're, like, immortal. It's they're just more like, like Space mm. Marines. But they're the thing is, every they time they die, memories. they lose, they lose like... They become, more, like, more like robots. Yeah. Whatever. That's kind of cool. I guess. I don't know. It's just not as exciting. It's like... I mean, yeah, because... He's so brave. He's so brave. He can't die. That's how brave yeah, but they, are you. But they know that they're going to, like... Go oh. crazy! Like they know that they're gonna lose themselves every time they die. So, so they don't like, want to. you die and then you come back. And you're like, Bill, talk to me, man. What don't you remember? He's like, I don't remember anything about that horrible relationship I had. Yeah. He's like, that was great. <laughs> oh yay! No, they were all in great relationships. Yeah. With like huge families and dogs. They and all houses. died heroes. And that's how they became. Mm -hmm. They were remade. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. The Stormcast Journals just don't. I don't think any of that was correct. Very much yeah, at all. You were wrong. Like I don't know. Like it just, the models are great, yeah. and of, of all the lines, I mean, gosh, they must have the most of the clan pack heroes. Oh yeah, I don't even so remember many how many they characters. have. They have all these weird, different ones. They had them from Hero Quest. They have all these crazy ones. I mean, it, it's a cool faction. It just doesn't yeah. appeal to me. Mm -hmm. Like I just like, nah, it's too vanilla. Like they're like Ultramarines. Yeah, you know, it's like that's eh, cool, but it's not for me. Um, I like the regular humans because that guy's brave. They should put Drago into the world. Just have him pop in. Yeah. Drago pops out. Yeah. Like, ah, what up? Warpcast. That would be great. 
Then we have the new. They have, they have a gray knight hero. It's just gray and knight. Like it's a called knightly. Age yeah. of Gray Knights. There you go, GW. If you're looking away for a way to branch the two games together, Caldor Drago. Is there game. you go. Yeah. So yeah, keep your eyes open for all those uh, some exciting releases, some beautiful models on the way. Also, the Seven Days of Nurgle Christmas video they made was pretty funny. It was pretty uh, awesome. I was laughing. Where did they're doing it after Christmas? No, it did it before Christmas. No. You just it's on day it. four after Christmas. Yeah. Well, whatever. We just everyone's a critic. I'm just saying. Well, maybe, got it before Christmas, guys. Maybe it's because there's seven days from Christmas till the New Year. Ooh. I don't think so. Is there, though? <laughs> I think somebody just forgot. From Christmas Eve until... <laughs> somebody just got the scheduling wrong. <laughs> there's 32 days in December. Well, yeah. maybe from Christmas Eve. There's 32 Eve. days in December? <laughs> yeah. No. Wow. You didn't know? They added one. Yeah. No. Did Trump do that? Yeah. It's yeah, he's in, great. It's until <laughs> the first day. He is making America great again, isn't he? Adding True. months. Adding days. Adding days. It'd be cool if you renamed the months. Can you too. imagine if we had an extra day? <laughs> this is Trump to him, but they're like corporation names. Like <laughs> McDonald's it? would be like. Uh, oh, August. you could buy a month. That'd be great. That would be oh, capitalism. That would be, good. that would be good. At its finest. Mm-hmm. We could have uh, Nacho Rito. Uh, that could be a day. Well, Taco week. Bell would certainly be a month, and then every day oh, is yeah. renamed for uh, a menu item. You could have Taco Bell for five days of the week, and then you could have like. Tums and toilet paper uh-huh. for the day after that. Yeah, so like instead of like December, what's say the 28th? December 28th, it's like today is McDonald's two cheeseburger meal. And then followed by Pepto Tuesday, mm-hmm. Pepto Wednesday. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's I like this. And then on Sunday, it's a uh, gastric bypass surgeon mm. so that he can uh, put you yeah, back on track after yeah. a lifetime of eating yeah, fast food. Yeah, that was funny. No, it wasn't. You're not. You just Move on. We'll edit it in post. <laughs> Uh, so we have some upcoming. We actually have a couple events this weekend. Some hardcores. Yeah. Um, we got the Not Bourbon the Bourbon Brother Year in Speed Round at Heroes Comics and Gaming <laughs> in Louisville, That's and great. we have a Warmer 40k ITC tournament at Comic Zone. <gasps> Ooh, I lo- a lot man. of them have these names. It's just like yeah, this is what it is. Yeah. It's like 2,000 point ITC 40k tournament. Well, I guess nobody has any questions. Like, it's like what ITC is this? It's a... L-shaped building. We're not very creative. It's pretty good. So can't that is t- yeah. Can't talk to much. Winter themed. Winter cobblestone. Cobblestone with snow. No, we we gotta start getting ridiculous. Nobody like will know that we're talking war-torn, about. War torn, snow. We're making fun of our own map name. Probably, our, our own name, exactly. That we came up with. Yeah. Well, who came up with those? Sometimes Frankie's like, "What should we call it?" And I was like, "It looks like." Yeah. Snow covered uh, battlefield three. Yeah. Done. Good. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Very sophisticated process that we have. Uh, upcoming Age of Sigmar events uh, in the month of January. We have the Age of Sigmar LVO Primer Battle Host Tournament. Wow. In Santa Clarita. It's a mouthful. Canhammer After Old St. Nick Tournament in uh, Cambridge, Ontario, Canada. Age of Sigmar January ITC event. That's perfect. Bam. That's as utilitarian as it gets. In Holt, Michigan. And then, of course, the Las Vegas Open in Las Vegas, Nevada. Wow. That's the entire month we have those three. We need, <laughs> come on, guys. Four. That's four. Four, Jason. Yes. One, All two, right. three, four. We need, we need one more for there's got to be uh, there's got to be Age of Sigmar events going on everywhere. We should let's let's make those ITC events guys. possible. Indeed, yeah, uh, there should be. Forty K ITC rankings top ten currently number one. Hmm. Still, Tony Grappano is the commanding lead. Andrew Gagno is in second. Nick Nonavati in third. Brandon Grant in fourth. Aaron Along in fifth. Matt Root in sixth. Tyler DeVry in seventh. Sam Henry in eighth. David Johansson in ninth, and Trent Northington in tenth. Interestingly, uh, Matt Root is going to be judging at the uh, LVO 40K events. 
And uh, unfortunately, Andrew Gagne might not be able to make it. So oh, he's shaking it up. He's trying his best, yeah. and I hope he can make it because he's in, he's obviously in a great position to win. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens because yeah. some of the top ten are, are 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 definitely or maybe out already. Um, it's going to be anybody's game, and with uh, I think our, our registration is it's still above five hundred. It's I think it's still it might even be in the teens, right about there. Uh, it's this event's going to generate so many points that we could have someone who's like in 50th place, yeah, like skyrocket up. So and just knock Paul McCleveley even farther down. Yeah, well, I, I don't know who's Paul McCleveley. down. Is that a guy? Was he once a good player? Not sure. I don't know. My memory doesn't go that far back. Nobody will ever know. <laughs> Age of Sigmar ITC current top ten. We have James Thomas continues to lead the pack in first place, followed by Joe Cryer. Vlad Nika in third, Sam Valdez in fourth, Zach Lopez in fifth, Jared Zizueta in sixth, Alexander Gonzalez in seventh, Mike Birch in eighth, James Sutton in ninth, and David Rogers in tenth. The immortal robot. The immortal robot who did play the vampire. David. Did they play against each yes. other? I was like oh, robot amazing. versus oh my vampire. God. So good. Uh, the the, the Ada Sigmar rankings are going to explode after the LBO. Right. For what? Like. <laughs> They haven't moved in about six months, so which is well, no, they did, it did. Uh, after the SoCal Open, it moved a lot, and then James jumped in the first place. Yeah, but because there hasn't been any major events, mm -hmm. the LVO is going to be the big one that all these guys, their score is going to just explode. Right. It's gonna, it's gonna, the the rankings are gonna completely change based on how you do with the LVO. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be really exciting and interesting to see how it goes down. Yeah. So here are some recently completed commissions that have come out of the FLG Paint Studio. Uh, the first are the new tournament standard Primaris Marines that we have been talking about and working on. Mm -hmm. uh, the tournament standard, just to reiterate, mm -hmm. it's a base color between two and four other base colors. And then we will throw a wash on metallics for you. If you want it. If you want it. Yeah. So, and really affordable, right. quick turn time. Mm -hmm. And as you can see... Not very much detail work, but it looks great. And right. then we put level three basing on these because uh, I really wanted them on the cool sector mechanicus right. bases. You can still choose any kind of basing you want. Yeah. yeah. You know, any kind of any kind of textured bases, anything like that will automatically be a level three because they have to be painted. But um, yeah, this is super great. And we have a lot of people now requesting quotes for this service. Um, like you said, essentially it's four colors, one of which is your primary color that you can choose. That's going to be airbrushed on. Or sprayed um, on. You know, and then you have three accent colors that you can choose. These have a, a lovely red accent on the orange. And everybody's mm -hmm. a critic, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, it wasn't just me who thought the red with the orange looked good. Ooh. On the stream, when Brandon mm. was painting it, he did one blue trim and one red, and the crowd chose red. Uh, you said the first Were you in the crowd that was red, saying, and I was, then what, I, after I'm, that I'm just, was blue? Don't kill the best of <laughs> So some people don't like the red trim. I think it looks cool. Frankie wanted black. Jason didn't know what he wanted. Just I wanted life. cream. Jason wanted green. Cream color. Cream. Cream. No, I was actually Cookies I wanted cream. I wanted uh, olive or no uh, lime green. Ooh, I think so, that would look real. That's sharp. why he's the head of the paint studio. That's right. But as you can see, <laughs> uh, time. this looks great, and it, it depends on the exact models that you want. Right. It's roughly half of what tabletop costs. Correct. And tabletop is already a really good value. It is. So if you want to get a model painted to a tournament standard, mm -hmm. uh, an army, this is going to be the most affordable way to do it. Uh, you can have it fastest way to do it. You could buy it from us at a discount, get it built, cleaned, uh, based, painted to a three color standard, and then you're ready to go to bring it to tournaments. And if you like painting, like I do, this gets you to a point where you can do the fun part, which is detail work, uh, 
you know, making the model really come to life with uh, high lighting and low lighting and all that fun stuff. Or like me, is leave it like that forever. Yeah. yeah. Which is what a lot of people will do. Like, yeah. so there's a lot of people who don't like to paint. Like Pablo, like does not like to paint. Tried it once, hated it. Well, and you discouraged him. I make fun <laughs> of him. Crushed him. his dreams. Yeah, now like, he'll never do it again. He's like, what do you think? I was like, oh, it's like crap. I, like, Gordon, I Gordon Ramsay him. Yeah, 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 you did. You're like, ugh. He like, like threw it in the get trash. Get this out of my yeah. face! It insults my eyes. You're like, good thing this came in through the secondhand shop. He's like, <laughs> I painted that, Reese. Yeah, why did like, you buy that? Who painted oh, that? Oh, it looks good. I was like, you should be ashamed of yourself. Oh, that was classic. That was really good. Reese's like, oh, that's a good little base coat there, and he's like, well, no, this is done. You're like, he'll never forget that. He's like, no, it's oh, not because we won't ever let dumb. him forget. Yeah, so we don't let Pablo paint anything, including tournament standard. No, he tried his best though. He gave it his best. But the thing is, like, there's people out there that. Or like that, that that just don't like to paint. Yeah, people who don't time. Yeah, and then it's just not. Just, it does not. Right. It feels like a chore to them. So mm-hmm. they prefer. Hey, this is the most affordable way to get your army ready to go to a tournament. Yeah. Uh, and then we also have some Sisters of Silence and Adeptus Custodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful models. Yep. Out of the Talons of the Emperor set, mm-hmm. um, and uh, gorgeous Celestine with her Gemini. Did you see the hair on this? So the the artist on this one took some liberties and did a half. Cruella Deville. Yeah, half black, half yeah. white hair, and then the two uh, Gemini, uh, her her two pals that hang out with her, each have a hair color that is split one's, down. Yeah, one's black, one's white. It's really cool. It is cool. He's like, hey, I hope the artist like or the client likes it. I'm like, yeah, me too. But he did. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, he. Uh, but it came out. I mean, it's, and it's beautifully painted. That helps as yeah. well. You can when you're a talented artist like this one is who did this. Um, you can pretty much get away with. Anything really? Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> That's good. Fair enough. Yeah. And then we have an absolutely stunning oh Lord of Skulls. Oh. This is a master cra- master class level paint job, yes. and it is awesome. It is. Oh. It came out beautifully. It did. Right. Yeah. So yeah. if you want master class stuff done, it's really great for single models, um, large things like Imperial Knights, Lord of Skulls. Um, Character. If you have, if you really want something to put up, I would actually be afraid of playing with anything that I paid for match class. If you want something on your like shelf when people come by your house, you're like, this is what I play. Master class is the way to go. And if you're a single guy and mm. you're trying to find that special lady in your life, how could they not? There's nothing like a corn lord of skulls. That's right. To mm-hmm. put right there in a case when you walk in the door. That yeah. to greet her, you know. Deal closer. That's what I do. I'm like, hey, do you want to hear about the lion? And yep. we start talking about the Dark Angels. It's like, a, it's like a guard dog, you know? You put yeah. that by the door. The intruders come in, they'll run. Oh, oh that's okay. He is a That thing is menacing. That's why I have a samurai sword. <laughs> that's up above my bed. Above your fireplace? Mm-hmm. Oh, well. So, I mean, who's going to break into that place? What if it's a ninja? And then I have like a karate award <laughs> next to it. Karate right? award? Yeah. It's nobody. And your belt's hanging yeah. next to it? <laughs> the white belt? Yeah. It's a yellow belt. It's a yellow belt. Man. Hey, I got to blue in jujitsu, which is the second belt. <laughs> That's the one that gave for like in, participation. In, no, yeah. in, in, in <laughs> jujitsu it's legit. They're it's like, why are you here? This is a little kids' gym, and you're like forty. That's like taekwondo <laughs> when you like. <laughs> like feel bad for yeah. him. Yeah. Like you've been here for three weeks. Here's your next belt. Taekwondo is the yeah. It's a joke. I, I mean, did a well. It's not for people who do actually seriously. It's not a joke, but. Yes. Well, saying you're like a, a, a brown belt in Taekwondo, you're like, okay. Yeah, you went to about three classes. If you're in uh, Jiu-Jitsu and you're like, yeah, like, I'm a black belt in Jiu-Jitsu, you're like, that's like a lifetime achievement. Like, yes. It that took you decades time. to get to that point. Well, the, the guys who like own gyms and like Don't teach have it have belts. like brown belts. Yeah. Like, and that's like really good, you know? So uh, there's certainly different martial arts that yeah. 
jiu-jitsu, colors don't really correlate. Jiu-jitsu, they do not hand those things out. I remember when I was I used to live in South Korea and I did Taekwondo and they would just give me like a black belt <laughs> because they're like, here we want to have like a white person with a black belt because they would like they would like you're show like, off. Yeah, you're like a monkey. They'd be like, hey, like go do some kicks in front of the parents because like little kids would be there too. Do kicks. It'd be great. Stuff. Yeah. So dance, like, technically, dance. I'm a black belt uh, in Taekwondo. So awesome. From Korea. From Korea. The, the, the home of Taekwondo. Yeah, and they just kind of give you the okay, belt. That's real. I'm not joking. I don't mean that as like a thing. It's just they want you to to go so and wait, show off. Like, so look at this person we have. He has a black so belt. He's a black belt. You're a blue belt. Get out of here. I've I shown you a spin kick. I was a blue belt in jujitsu. I don't even remember what I got to in Taekwondo. It was like yellow with two black stripes yeah. on the end. Not a black. That's for yeah. sure. I think they started throwing in colors just to give you something else to keep you in the gym. It's like, you know? It looks like a candy cane. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you, you got your first black strip and then your second black strip and then you got the next belt. Ooh. It was just a marketing ploy. Like it didn't really mean anything. Yeah. And to get your belt, you had to do like But again, a, a, to reiterate, people who like actually do it seriously, yeah. it is a, a yeah. very good martial arts you had to do your forms right i was like what what is this well people who get like okay so we're, we're if you are a taekwondo enthusiast like it is an actual martial art and people who do it seriously it yeah. like it is a real thing but like there is a tendency to just give people belts in that one well, yeah you had to like do, karate, like, you you had to do like a, it was like a choreographed thing and then you got your belt i was like yeah i don't there's not much difference between that and like doing like dance class mm -hmm. except you're just yeah 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 that was it that's pretty good yeah the most fun was when you sparred. That was the only part that was really that cool. When you got it, you got it. Yep. Oh, anyway, guys, uh, that's uh, it for today's show. Let's Wait, jump did in we, and answer some questions. Did we insult Australians here? Um, I don't. We do need Scallywag to subscribe with Woo. Twitch Prime. Nice. Nice. We're jumping in the chat, so by the way, we can see what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> did anybody see the Death of Hope trailer and huh? reactions? The Death of Hope? What is that? Is that Star Wars? I don't know. That would be a great Star Wars trailer, a name. Death of Hope. Death of Hope. <laughs> That's the last there was one. Hope. Everyone no dies. Hope. Yeah. Um, also, guys, if you haven't seen Bright, you should. It's awesome. I think for once we're I've all seen kind it. of on I've the same page. I've seen it twice now. It was good. It was good. I loved it. It was, gosh, it was good. Will Smith was amazing. Uh, Jacoby uh, was played by the guy from The Fighter. Didn't know that. And he's also Australian, which I also didn't know. Yeah. One of our writers, apparently, when you, uh, one of our writers lived in Australia, and um, that actor that played Jacoby was dating his roommate. He said he used to like have breakfast with the guy all the time. Nice. I was like, oh, he was there for breakfast. Ooh <laughs> wink, wink. But uh, yeah, really cool. Critics hated Bright. I know, but oh, yeah. it was amazing. It was so much better than I thought it was going to be. I loved it, and it's not. It's it was new and unique. Too. It yeah. wasn't like the same thing over and over and over again. You know, like there's a lot of good stuff that comes out, but it's like I've seen this before or I know the yep. story. You know, it's just repackaged. This was new. I thought yeah. it was like Lord of the Rings crossed with End of Watch. Yeah. Like, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Like, which is, you know, I'm, normally these kind of things I'm just like, eh, gross because I'm like a snob, but um, it is funny that it was good. The critics are calling it like the worst movie of, of the, the year. year. I was like, like, no, it's not. It's awesome. I, I absolutely loved it. It hit, it hit all the right notes for me. Yeah. It was really, really good. Had some light humor in it. Um, I thought it was great. I liked how they showed like all the racial bonuses of everybody. Like the elves are like crazy, freaking agile. Yeah. But the orcs are like like durable, mega tough. Yeah. Strength and humans are just humans. Yeah. We're just we do what we do. Always we're always the mid range. Yeah. Like, that's always the the standard for everything else. Like what's not great but not terrible a human. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I nice see where humans are like the the cool like huge guys. 
there's a science fiction series where humans are like the crazy like warlike like we're like the race of like gnarly destroy right. everything and then, like we're fighting against like little like stick people that'd be great <laughs> little like great aliens yeah like ah <laughs> just punch them like, like we're the real monsters that's what yeah. i want to see yeah well we are the monsters yeah you know, it's like Scooby-Doo taught us that. It's like on the on the Animal Planet when they're like, 10 deadliest monsters. Number one's always human beings. And it's like, it shows like pollution. <laughs> and you're like, oh, God. It shows a fat like, guy in a lawn chair. Yeah. Well, number two yeah. is mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. And then number yeah, something, one, something stupid like that. No, it is. Mosquitoes well, like, They're kill. like dinosaurs. And you're like, wait, this is not even... They're like, oh, gotcha. <laughs> so, Sin Carlson, it'll, it, it, it's hard. We don't want to throw a number out because it's going to vary wildly on how many models you have, which models you choose. The best thing to do is to email painting at frontlinegaming.org for a quote. Um, and that is going to give you the best uh, idea of what you're looking at. Wait, uh, what was the question? He was saying, well, for a 2,000-point space ah. term, I mean, a 2,000-point space what does that mean? could yeah. have 150 yeah. models in it, or it could have yeah. 30. And we, we are working actively on getting a rubric made, um, which will show prices for every single model in every game range, which is quite the chore, as you can imagine. But it's being worked on. So right now, the best way to do it is just send us an email Say, hey, this is what I have. This is what I want to get. And then we'll get you a detailed quote. You know? That is the best way to do it. Yes. I think most studios operate like that. Right Access of Entropy, Scooby-Doo did teach us that the real monsters were us. It was humans in a mask. And exactly. kids can solve it. And the mask was the mask we put towards society. Ooh. But we're really monsters on the inside. Except Shaggy. Shaggy was not a monster. He was just hungry. He was a, a stoner. Mm. He was a stoner. Like smoke. <laughs> oh, no, man. In the movies... There were actual monsters. You probably really liked Scooby-Doo movie, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. I know you did. Was great. I loved Scooby-Doo when I was a kid. Scrappy-Doo was my favorite Don't live action movie. you didn't movies. like it? Oh, the live action <laughs> yeah, movie? Yeah, the live action movie. Scrappy was Frankie the best. still watches that. <laughs> yeah. It's my Christmas movie. You know who Scrappy, Scrappy-Doo was the cultist champion? He's like the most overconfident little guy in the world. Like, let me at him! And they're like, what are you thinking? He's like, I challenge you. <laughs> That's so funny. There's, it's always, everyone's talking about these things, and there's always one person there like, asking like 40K like, yeah. questions. Uh, Chaos, or Cuddlebony, which of the Chaos Gods mono army is looking the strongest? Well, we can't really reveal any details, but, um, I don't know. I think, I think, uh, Korn improves the most, in my opinion. Uh, what do you think, Frankie? Uh, I'd say the Slanesh bonus is really powerful. I think that would play really well with the Slanesh arm. Yeesh. Yeah. It's happening here. Jason just doesn't know. <laughs> Jason so. just doesn't know. Yeah. play. Jason is like Grey Knights. Grey Knight Terminators. <laughs> There That's my go. answer to everything. All right, guys, the internet's going yeah, crazy. It looks so like it's gonna, getting crazy. We're going to close yeah. this one down. So, uh, Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you had a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And we will next broadcast in 2018. In the future. Oh.